<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show. And uh, this evening, uh, or um, uh, I think it's early afternoon in stateside, uh, we're joined by Megan Johnson Sakaro, who is uh, an entrepreneur and producer of the Soaring Summit. Um, which is an amazing event happening in 2021 with 30 amazing people from around the world uh, who will be uh, coming on and inspiring uh, other entrepreneurs and other business people to do what they want to in life. So uh, how are you doing today, Megan? You okay? I'm doing spectacular, Mike, and I'm so glad to be here with you because you are amazing and do amazing things. And like I've said to you before, I absolutely love the sunglasses because I always have something on my head as a headband, either my eyeglasses or my sunglasses. So it's always fun to, it's always fun to be with like-minded people. Oh, that's it. That's it. When when your future is so bright, you've got to wear shades. Well, you know, I've always said there's nothing like a pair of glasses that holds your hair better than anything. <laughs> I'm quite lucky. My hair is quite short, so I don't need the I don't need the extra prop. But uh, they will they will work <laughs> that way. <laughs> that was a rare sight to my eyes. I've always got my sunglasses on, but uh, there we are. What well, else is- Thank you so much for the introduction. I'm really excited to be here and I'm very excited to be having the Soaring Summit for 2021. It's been really fun. You know, my background is news reporting and news anchoring and that's what I went to school for. Um, So I love television and I love interviewing and getting people's background and story. And so I've really enjoyed meeting so many people in 2020, like I would never have met before if it wasn't for COVID. And so it's given me an opportunity to meet amazing people and share their stories with other people so we can help everybody progress. And the whole goal is being able, everybody's got a purpose. And the whole goal is being able to put people's passion to the pavement and helping them have a voice and helping them know that everybody's story can inspire somebody else to do something they want to do. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. And that's sort of part of the mission that, that I sort of switched in and tuned into this uh, this uh, sort of year, really, at the start of the pandemic. I started uh, creating my podcast uh, to help pos- uh, sort of uh, give people positivity and a bit of motivation because I felt it was all getting very negative, very doom and gloomy. And, uh, and I discovered my voice because I always wanted to be a speaker and I decided to start the podcast on that road to becoming a speaker. I really found my passion to help others uh, around the world. Like you say, meeting people you just wouldn't normally meet in every day-to-day life uh, and before a pandemic. Uh, And I'm now looking to try and encourage more and more people to find their voice, to follow their true path in life, because it's an exciting one. And it's a journey that they're really going to be inspired by and really enjoy being part of. So, uh, you know, yes, uh, I I really... uh, I think what you're doing is fantastic. I believe in it 100% myself. So tell us a little bit about the Soaring Summit, how it come about and what its intentions are, et cetera. Well, you know, how it came about, so I've, I've done a couple of books in my past. And um, when I started doing all this networking in 2020, I realized there, you know, I'm a, I'm a big action person, take action and make things happen. And I have a fun, interesting story Um, of my background and the things I've done from news anchoring to Miss Texas to lots of different things. But the thing that I found when I was starting to talk with people is they weren't really sure about how to put it out there, you know, how to spread the word. Well, I've always been good at creating events and putting things together and bringing people together. So I thought, you know, 
I can, since everything is virtual and everything is online, I had already planned on putting together an event at the Beverly Hilton uh, in Beverly Hills. And so I thought, you know, instead of doing, I'm just going to change everything. I'm just going to change everything and I'm going to put it together as a virtual event. And so I really have to thank COVID for making me think that way because I've realized now I really don't want to go back to how it was in the past. Doing virtual and being able to sit at your home and talk to people and meet people from all over the world, it's spectacular. I never would have met the people like yourself or in Peru or, I mean, we're all over the place and it's because of 2020. That's right, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. I, I, I myself, I've got a, a mastermind group. Um, I've interviewed about 250 people on my podcast and YouTube channel since the middle of June and I've handpicked the ones who I felt were right to form a mastermind, the ones that I thought would fit in well with the group. In fact, I think you'd fit in there really well as well and you know a couple of people um, mutual contacts who are in that group, but they're people who are global thinkers. They're professionally involved in communication in some way. I call them the strong communicators, and uh, they're people who like helping others and and, and share, you know, a collaboration ethos and philosophy, if you like. And um, and, and I've had people from all around the world into that global mastermind. And uh, the, the only challenge I got is I got people from West Coast. USA, right the way to Sydney, <laughs> Australia, just trying to find a time that works for everybody because it literally spans, you know, the whole whole sort of landmass of the globe, really. It's so true. Well, I felt bad when I realized it was going to be 9.30 your time, but, you know, I'm up early and, um, you know, you've, I, I always say you've got pretty much from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. And so you can fit everybody's time schedules in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And I'm, I'm quite lucky. I, I don't see podcasting and chatting with people and getting to know them as work, which means I'll do it any time of day or night. So I've been on, you know, seven o'clock in the morning to Australia or I've been on, you know, midnight, you know, to the USA, uh, USA, you know, and okay, you know, at the end of the day, I like meeting people. At the end of the day, we can't do anything, but in lockdown, in and out of lockdown, most of the time anyway, I'm a social animal. I love speaking to people and meeting people, getting to know them. But for me, you know, I've even I've even like been sort of like watching TV snoozing in the evening between sort of like nine, ten, eleven, and then got up for a podcast at five o'clock in the night. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I myself up a bit and thought, like, let's go have a chat or meet somebody. Well, I would I would yeah. love to be, I would love to be part of your mastermind group because you are absolutely a blast to talk with. And um, I, I know you had a couple of weeks that you've taken off, but I know you were entertaining yourself the whole time in your home because I can just tell you have fun no matter where you're at. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, I think um, I'm somebody who believes um, there's only one life and you might as well spend as much of it as possible being happy. So um, actually, I've created a happiness formula. So I've actually got a formula to help other people become more happier because um, at the start of lockdown, I've actually had one of the most productive years of my life, which therefore equals, you know, one of the most happiest periods of my life. And in, at the start of the lockdown, especially sort of um, March to June, it was one of the most uh, happiest and productive periods of my entire life. And, and the reason being, I was, I was actually ticking off life goals, stuff that had been in, in my plan all my life to tick off. I, I wrote a book like starting a podcast, like going globally networking. You know, I've got a map of the world and I just love meeting people and speaking to people about different cultures and different experiences. 
around the world. And so, you know, I was actually living a, a, a routine, a daily routine, which was making me one of the happiest periods in my life. And, and part of that daily routine was achievement. And I think human beings do like to grow. They like to develop, they like to grow. They like to become better at whatever it is that they're doing in life. And so a big part of my formula is achievement as well, but it's also looking after yourself. And at the start of lockdown, I went into a fitness mode because I was thinking there's a killer virus around. You might as well get fit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, so I was like exercising every day, eating healthily, you know, all of those sort of extra stuff, which is brilliant for productivity. And then once you're actually producing stuff and ticking it off as well, if, if like most people in life, you like achievement, you'll get that done. And then actually created a formula out of what I was doing and what I was living. So I want to spread uh, happiness around the world by getting people to, to follow my formula for happiness. Absolutely. Well, it's, you know, it always starts within. Happiness starts within. And that's a great way. And this year has given us the opportunity, what I would say, of being able to be still. You know, I used to run from appointment to appointment to appointment all over the place. And now it's like really nice to be able to be still, jump on Zoom and have your appointment get off Zoom, wait a minute, go on Zoom. And it's been really nice because it's much less stressful than going from appointment to appointment, especially in Los Angeles, where you're driving in crazy traffic constantly. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm into efficiency. In fact, I've got a success formula as well, which I created after my happiness formula, <laughs> right? And uh, it's called STREAMS, which stands for Systems, Technology, Relationships, Efficiency, Action, Marketing and Sales. And the efficiency in there is I love efficiency. I've been very successful in my career and in my life because of working to an efficient formula, you know, trying to make everything I do in life more efficient, which gives you more time to do the things you want to enjoy in life and not just the stuff that you feel you have to do to get on. So efficiency is a big thing for me. And that's the reason I've been working from home for the last eight years is because I hate the thought of and the idea of and the process of being stuck in traffic, wasting time, commuting, you know, all of this sort of wasted time, which just drives you nuts. And I just think I'd rather be at the gym, you know, for an hour than just sat in the car, not moving anywhere and all these sort of things. So I used to avoid rush hour like the plague. You know, I used to go and do uh, appointments. My first one in the morning would be 10 o'clock and my last one in the uh, afternoon would be three o'clock. I could get them done, you know, so I can leave after rush hour the first appointment or um you know get it done and get home before the rush hour because i'd much rather be doing something else with my time than sat there wasting years of my life you've had all those couple of hours a day you're wasting years of your life that you'll never get back with nothing wasting your time i know you know one of the things yeah traffic out here in california and one of my friends wrote actually wrote a book on exercises to do in your car while driving in traffic <laughs> because people were sitting in traffic for like so it's like you know on your steering wheel you're put you're pressuring in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i've done stuff like that to while away the day in fact you know sometimes i i, I used to listen to music a lot especially because i was in sales i used to listen to high tempo music to get myself up you know, to get yourself upbeat, ready for the, the next appointments or whatever, like, you know. But then I started doing quite a lot of um, listening to sort of audio books and, uh, and YouTube videos and stuff like that and just use it as a, a time to learn and develop and to grow rather than just, you know, be sat there frustrated and annoyed. You're not really going anywhere fast, but, you know. 
So uh, yep, because that whole, that whole talking on the cell phone has definitely gotten me in trouble with uh, tickets and rear ends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, I don't know if the, the, there's a rule in the, the U.S. They seem to be more relaxed on the rule of using your phones and stuff in the car. But, uh, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not supposed to, it's all, everything is hands-free, you're not supposed to use your phone, but sometimes you just, just have it, but yeah, yeah. you're absolutely going to be using your phone, it's supposed to be hands-free, and yeah, I, yeah. now I've gotten to a point, I've gotten to a point where I just put do not disturb, and I don't even use my phone when I'm driving, because it's just, it's not worth the risk. No, no, definitely, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'd rather listen to audiobooks or, um, you know, YouTube videos, motivation, inspiration, education. You know, uh, for me, as, a, as somebody who is looking to become a global speaker, the more people I can listen to and, and, and learn techniques off and quotes from and all that, it's all part of the rich tapestry of life. And, you know, to me, it's about I listen to the best people on the planet in the areas that I want to be the best person on the planet in because I've got to know I've got to know where the bar sets I've got to know the level I've got to I've got to um, you know decipher the expectation of, of what I need to do and achieve in order to hit those heights so I, I spend a lot of my time researching and studying other people well you know it's really amazing that you've interviewed 250 people this year I think you're well on your way um, with 250 that's almost one I mean that's pretty much an interview a day <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially as I didn't start at the 10th of June. I think I started the 10th of June doing duo podcast interviews and then I switched it to doing YouTube videos via Zoom um, by towards the end of June. So I, at one point in the, the summer, I was doing a, between five and eight uh, podcast episodes a day and sometimes five of those would be dual chats. Well, I, I subscribe to your YouTube channel and I think it's spectacular. I think it's great. So I'm honored to be here to be talking to you. I just am honored. Brilliant. Thank you. I'm honored to have you on as well. You, you mentioned something earlier on, which I wasn't going to uh, let pass. A former Miss Texas, you said. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Texas. Yes, I was uh, in 2008. And um, it was a huge honor. I'm originally from Minnesota. But um, yeah, I was Mrs. Texas in 2008. And it was really, it was a great year. I used that year to speak all over the place and you know help my my big mission because my children at the time were two three and four and, yeah. and my big mission was helping kids so i spoke at a lot of schools and uh, i spoke in a lot of different avenues um promoting you know help with kids and it was really positive i really enjoyed it and you know i really kind of thought it would be one of those things where it was my 2008 2009 but it's something that's just kind of stayed with me and kept with me for a long time now it's 2020 um, but it was a huge honor and it was a lot of fun to do. And I never, it was honestly by, by the grace of God that I won because I was never like um, in pageants. I had modeled since I was 14 and I was in TV and home shopping, you know, um, home shopping, modeling host in college and that kind of stuff. But I was never, um, I never had really done pageants. And it was really funny because everywhere I would go, people would say, oh, you should be in a pageant. Oh, you should be in a pageant. And um I never really thought about it. And then I was at an event and Lee Greenwood was there, you know, that uh, singer who does God bless him, or what is it? Um, I should know the song. Lee Greenwood, everybody knows that song that he sings, it's famous. But he, said to me, yeah, he said to me, you should be in a pageant. And I said, everybody tells me that. 
So one night when I was sitting in my house in Texas, I Google Texas pageants <laughs> and I signed up and um, I went and um, grabbed clothes from my closet, just figuring, you know, I can do this. And um, I showed up and I was like, wow, these women were amazing, just professional, just incredible women. And um, I lost by like a half a point. Oh. And um, the director of the pageant pulled me aside and she said, you know, you really should try again next year. And I said, oh, no, I said, this has been an amazing experience. I just, the women are incredible and they're just professional doctors, attorneys, just amazing women, all children, moms, wives. And um, she said, you really should give it a shot. She said, you came here and never have done this before. You should try one more time. So I thought, okay. So I went and I, you know, got a little bit of training and the lady who had been Mrs. Texas the year prior to me pulled me aside and she said, you know, I'm going to help you. And she said, let me help you, you know, kind of like learn some of the pageantry of it all. So yeah. she really helped me, Terry Jaggers, and she taught me how to stand. <laughs> she taught me how to walk in my swimsuit. You know, she taught me how to do my hair and all that kind of stuff. And by the grace of God, the next year I went back and um, it's three competitions. It's swimwear, evening gown and uh, interview. An interview, obviously I love the interview part. It was my whole thing. And so um, I had worked out really hard to get just really lean and cut. And um, then the evening gown walked out and normally an evening gown is not a problem, but for whatever reason, this day I ran into the curtain in my evening gown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to need a little bit more help than this one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, and um, so anyway, by the grace of God, I, um, I got into the top 10 and you know, when it goes to the top 10, then it all starts over again. So we, so I, I won, I absolutely won. And it was a huge honor. In fact, Steve Galagos, who, who is still a dear friend of mine, he was a photographer during that time. And um, he got a shot of me sitting in my evening gown like this. And I was praying behind the <laughs> curtains after I had ran into it. Um, so, yeah. So that was a fun, that was a fun season in my life. It really was. Yeah, the kids, was and I, took all, I took all the kids to the parades. We had a Did Hummer you? at the time. And yeah. so the, the kids and I would, my, my kid's dad would drive the Hummer and the kids, the kids and I would sit on top of the Hummer and wave for parades and so they thought that was kind of fun <laughs> that's cool that's good that's good so um so yeah it's good to push yourself outside of your boundaries and try something new and you never know if you get a bit of help along the way you can you can achieve what you don't necessarily believe at the time is possible absolutely you know what that's one thing that i definitely have learned over the last few years is knowledge and education and you know uh those things are really important and learning and stepping out of your comfort zone um, is huge. But, you know, as long as you have an open mind and you're driven and you're not afraid because, you know, so many people are afraid that it's not going to work. But I always say that if it, if you don't try it, you're, then you never know anyways. So you're better off giving it a shot. And even if you come close to what you want to be able to accomplish, at least, you know, you try versus yeah. saying, Oh, I didn't. When I, when I was in real estate, uh, in Beverly Hills, one of the things that I always found, because I worked with a lot of older people um, who were selling their homes, and I always found it just really intriguing, their, their history and the things that they did and the places that they went to. And I would always ask them, you know, whether they were in their 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s, I would always say, 
what is the, you know, what is something you wish you would have, or what is something that you regret just because they were always really interesting, smart people to talk to. And I'll never forget it. They all would tell me the same thing. I wish I would have taken more risks. I wish I wouldn't have been so conservative. I wish I wouldn't have worried what other people thought was very consistent. They all said the same things. So, you know, I took that working there for almost 10 years as, you know what, I'm just gonna always go for it. I'm gonna give it a shot and I'm gonna see how it works. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is you don't have regrets of the things you tried and failed at or didn't succeed at or they didn't quite go their way, your way. You don't, you don't ever sort of worry about those things, but you know, in long time, you know, in the in the future, you always will regret those things that just could have been. Or what? What if I just did this? Or what if I just? That's 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 one of the reasons why I live a life with no regrets. Why I try and do everything that you know is, is possible for me to do. I have short, medium, and long term goals, and I'm always achieving them and reassessing them and and all of that. And 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 that's because when I was younger, I missed out on an opportunity to um, to play for Wales uh, rugby. Oh wow! My biggest passion in, in life. I had trials, and I didn't go to them uh, at the time. My mum and dad were divorced, and you know I didn't have anyone. Take, I used to go to rugby on my own. You know I was sort of very independent from a young age, and didn't really have a lot of support around me. And I got trials, and I never went. And 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 it's one of the things I know. If I'd have made it into a professional sports person, I'd have been one of the best professional sports people ever because I'm very determined. I'm very driven. Closed on I, I agree 100 percent so i gotta ask you what what made you not go to the trials i mean seriously uh, I, think, I think we were on holiday at the time or whatever you know i should have like um i should have just said well listen i'm not going away or or um you know whatever but i had i, I had an invitation to go and do some training for the wru at youth level like you know and i also had cardiff trials as well and that they didn't go well for me as well because I didn't have my boots, which is a very integral part of playing. Just things just didn't didn't work out. And that's my biggest regret in life is that one, I, I was from a, a divorced family and I didn't have the support at the time. I wish I did have support, but I just didn't. Uh, and two, I, I wasn't able to do it on my own and I should have fought harder for what, for what is my ultimate passion in life, for what I should have been, for what I believe I was born to do. But I, as one door closes, another opens, and I put that same passion, energy, competitiveness, sport in nature, and all of that into a career in sales, and that's you know, and that's done well, and that's actually now opened up the door and been the platform for me to be what I want to be in life now, which is a global speaker, and, and I, I don't want to be a global speaker because I want to be a global speaker. I just like helping people, and I believe if I become, if I get into a position of being in a global spot then I can help more people. And to me, I'm into efficiency. So I'd rather help a billion people rather than, I don't mind, I don't mind helping one person. If I, I sat in my podcast, though, if I just help one person get through lockdown or get a bit of positivity in their life, or a bit, then, that, then it's done its job, it's help one person. But I just think, well, if I'm gonna put all of my time and effort in and help people, I'll try and reach as many people as possible rather than just help one person because I could be more impactful then, I could be of more use and more benefit to the world and to society than just helping one person. So I don't mind if, if all I'm ever going to do is help one person in life, and so be it. But why not try to impact and help as many people as possible? And, and so 
I think as one door closes, another one opens. And so I, you know, uh, I, I've had a great life and, you know, that was my one big regret, but it's probably been one of the driving forces of why, why I, I don't miss out on other opportunities. You know what I mean? I, I sort of say yes to most things. You know, there's a lot of people, like, like I, I've gone and volunteered at business expos for, 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 for a friend of mine's businesses and all sorts of things. And, and people, you know, most people would be like, well, I'm not going to go to London and work a couple of days for nothing. But I'll go and do it for nothing because one, I'm helping them as a small business who can't afford to pay me. I'm helping them grow, which makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, and two, though, you don't know whatever opportunities are going to come from that. So, so, so many people are always in the what's in it for me mode, or you know, I'm not doing, I'm not getting out of bed for less than this and that. Whereas to me, I just want to help people. I want to, you know, have a big impact on the world to do whatever I can to. To, to, to leave a legacy and to, and to be of benefit. I just think you only got one life, you might as well live it to its fullest potential rather than operate to the 20, 30% of what you could have been, and which is what most people do. Most people never really grow beyond, you know, adulthood. They, they grow intensely for like one to 20 years and then they stop growing from 20 to 60 years when, when, when they're capable of still growing at the same rate if they choose to. It's just whether you choose to or not. And I, I want to help more people make that choice, inspire them to make that choice, you know, to live their well, best you know, I, can, I can just see it. I think that you should, I think one of your talks should be no regret because I think that what you learned from the rugby experience was a very positive one. And it has turned you into this driven, amazing individual and helping so many people out there like you're doing on a global basis and being a global speaker, you know, you're, you're there. And um, I think that's a really great story to share because so many people can relate to that of having an opportunity to do something and just deciding not to for whatever reason. There's always a variety of different reasons, but that's a great platform to discuss. And, you know, because yeah. you're doing that. And I think, too, the other it's really important. And in, in I firmly believe it. It's it should show up. You know, a lot of it is when someone asks you to do something and helps with something, you just do it and you show up. And I do that a lot where I don't know exactly where it's going to go or what the benefit is, but I just know that being there, being active and wanting to be of service comes back to you tenfold. That's right. That's right. And I, I decided to be a global speaker and I suppose I am a global speaker now, but I want to be... Yes, I'm in the division of, of global, uh, I'm in the global speaker division. I'm just low down on the run, looking to get towards the top of the run, like, you know, so that's my mission. But, you know, you, you might as well aim for the number one spot. You might as well aim for the top. And then if you don't get there, you still enjoyed yourself and you got as high as you could have got. But, you know, if, you, if a lot of people don't aim, they don't think big and they don't aim for that top spot. To me, you know, if you're going to do something, you might as well do it to the best of your ability. And I've always been successful in most of the things I've done in life. So I just, I don't set myself li limits like so many people do. So many people have limited beliefs that they're not good enough or they're not, you know, if somebody else is capable, they're flesh and bones and blood. If they can do it, you can do it. There's nothing different about them. They're not superhuman beings. They may be just more experienced or, you know, have honed their craft for longer, but they're not superhuman. They're just people. And I think people just need to understand that you're capable of doing and being anything you want to be, as long as you don't limit yourself at any level 
below 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 that expectation you know so i expect to be the best at whatever i do and i work hard trying to get there and wherever i end up is wherever i end up you know, it doesn't really matter i think that's too many people um don't think big enough they don't try hard enough they don't take enough action they're not in it long enough and patient long enough to wait until they get better and they've been able to become good they pull out too early and they give up on their dream and their life ambition when they've got to learn persistence and determination and drive and just keep keep at it because um, you know life's a long time there's a, there's a lot of time for you to get it wrong and get it right again Amen. I agree with you 100%. Everything that you said is absolutely true. And now remember, you're already number one in Wales, which is spectacular. So now you're on you're on the road to achieve what you want to achieve. There's no doubt about it. That's right. And and, and obviously you said that I can speak at your summit in uh, March, which we did talk about yes. a bit earlier on. So tell us a little bit more. You, you, you did mention where the idea of the summit come from. Tell us a little bit about the the intention of the summit and, and, and who you've got there so far and that sort of thing, what it is and how people can get in touch with it and all of that sort of thing. Plug it a bit. Okay, sure. Yeah. So the summit. So the other thing that was fun for me when this whole COVID started was I spent a lot of time researching and doing different things on the internet, researching everything from, I mean, just everything because I had the time. And what I realized is, you know, there's so many amazing, interesting things and aspects and different people out there, but nobody really puts just a buffet of people. I call it a buffet of people with different niches. So what's fun about my Soaring Summits is that it's something different. It's a life coach. It's a transformational. It's an acting coach. It's a, a psychic. It's an astrologer. It's all different people from all different niches in life. And so literally when you sit down, you have 30 different people like a buffet to choose from and to listen to and get advice from um, versus having to do all of the research yourself. And then with the Soaring Summit, you have their contact information. So you can reach out to them and you can talk with them and um, pick and choose the people that you want to build a relationship with. And that's what it's all about is making it easier for people who don't spend tons of time just surfing the internet where they can sit down and, and have a, a group of people to learn from from 30 different areas in life. I mean, everything, it's just incredible. Ministers, uh, holistic medicine, you know, people who are 60 years old and never been on any prescriptions are totally healthy based on their plant food-based diets. I mean, just incredible stuff. Like you could take all of these 30 people and you feel like you would just be like this great, amazing person if all these 30 people just surrounded you all of the time. So yeah, yes. you can check it out though. It's at, um, it's just uh, www soaringsummit.com and um, you can check it out there it's um registration is 88 dollars, and uh, it's january 14th 15th and 16th and you'll get all of the contacts for all of the speakers and um, also the recording version and it's from nine to two pacific time three days in a row speakers are every 30 minutes and so yeah i'm super excited for you to participate in the march because i got two filled up for january and lots of people wanted to participate. So I said, well, we'll do it again in March. <laughs> yes, brilliant, brilliant. And, um, you know, I work at a company called Intrabiz, which do a similar sort of thing, um, but a lot of their speakers are uh, in the sort of personal development or sales and marketing space. So yours sounds a bit more diverse than that. And they did a global summit at the end of November, and they're doing three more in the new year. I think they're doing March, July, and October or something. I'm going to be speaking at those three summits as well. 
and I'm looking to do my own one in May, my own summit. And, uh, and, and, and you've uh, kindly invited me to your march as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, I'll put up there a link into the description of my podcast and the YouTube um, to the Soaring Summit so people can um, click on and register for, for January and, and March where I'm going to be speaking as well. And I'll help you to promote it on all my social media because I've got a global audience of people who attend those sorts of summits and also speak at those sorts of summits as well. Because for the last three months, I've been mostly connecting with entrepreneurs and speakers and coaches from around the world who like to speak at those sort of things. I can definitely connect you to some people as well. Um, like I said as well, you're, you're welcome to come to my uh, mastermind. And there's a few of those people there as well, speakers and podcasters and all that sort of thing. And a lot of them have got podcasts as well, so you can promote your events on. Um, I would love that. I would love that. Now, for the mastermind, I think I'm going to go with the sunglasses like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. That's good. Yeah, another another person whose future is so bright, you've got to wear shades. That's, that's good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the thing is, uh, you know, one day I'm going to, you know, maybe live in a hot part of the world like California. I quite like Miami. Miami, maybe. I, I've always loved Ibiza. I've been there five times in 20 years. So every four years I, I go to Ibiza. And uh, you know, my, my, my heart and my head is on a beach and my body's uh, physically sat in Wales where it's a lot more wetter and windier. But I wear my sunshades because one day I'm going to be operating my business empire or doing my global speaking from a laptop on a beach somewhere. And that's how I'm going to spend the rest of my day. So I just got the sunglasses on, getting myself ready for that time well next time um, I, I broke my ankle in june so it's been healing and now i'm finally able to walk 100 percent. but in january they've told me i can start walking on the beach again which i missed a couple blocks from so when i go there i will facetime you on my phone and so you can get that full vibe immediately <laughs> brilliant brilliant i'm always happy to take a facetime of a lovely beautiful beach so that would be uh, that would be uh, lovely, and, and and actually one of my missions in life has always been to travel the the, the globe uh, in style. I never did the backpacking thing. That's not my that's not my cup of tea. I'd much rather see all the all the stylish parts of the world than the, the, the rough ones, like you know, than the ones you can only afford to enter with your backpack on. So uh, I've always uh, I put off the backpacking. I thought. At one, one point in my life, I'm going to just travel the world in style and see all of the lovely places. And luckily, I've been to some lovely places already, uh, places like Cuba and Hawaii and Vegas and Ibiza and the British Virgin Islands and all these sort of beautiful places. But I'm, I'm looking to get to, you know, as many of the beautiful places of the world as possible. But at some point, I may well do a speaking tour or I may well do a, you know, go out and record a podcast and YouTube episodes of people in real life at some point. And so, uh, you know, you never know. You might you might get me. We might have a walk on that beach one day. I'm going to do a, a <laughs> the, on the YouTube. So uh, that's a good thing about... That sounds uh, so spectacular. Good thing about being uh, up from around the world like, like a lot of us have been in this world. Uh, that sounds awesome. I'll, I'll take you up on that. Yeah, great. Yeah, there's lots of places you can go partying in the world now with other people rather, rather than on your own, which is one of my favourite things. I do like to have a good party and a good thing. I love it. Yeah, so that's a, although I'm very Welsh, uh, one of my uh, grandparents was from Dublin. That's the Irish in me. The, 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 the need to go travelling and to have a drink wherever you go is definitely the Irish in me. 
Oh, I just, speaking of, so I, we watched just the greatest movie. One of my favorite movies that I watched during COVID, which is Fisherman Friends. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but it sounds good. I'll have to look, I'll have to check it out. It's, well, yeah, check it out. It's, it's based, it's a true story based out of Cornwall. And uh, just an adorable story about fishermen and singing and how they are still to this day, this an amazing fisherman group of, group of fishers, fishermen that are amazing folk singers. It's That's right, incredible. I've seen it advertised. They sing uh, the, the, the old, um, they call them shanty songs or something, the old... Yes. Uh, it just made me think about it. It was a great, it's one of my favorite movies that I watched during COVID. It was spectacular. Yeah, well, the, the, the Celts, which Wales are, Wales are Celts, Scotland and, and Ireland are Celts in the UK. The English, not so much. But the, the Welsh, the Irish and the Scottish, pretty much. And the Cornish is the Celtic part of England, if you like. And also Yorkshire up north is, is the more where the Celts of, of the old England dispersed to. And uh, the Celts, uh, once they're in a pub and there's alcohol involved, they all revert to that sort of singing and camaraderie and all of that. So that's, that's a big part of uh, Celtic culture. Well, you know, you talk about backpacking. My son is going to college in the fall, my first child. And um, my goal is to, I've never done the whole backpack of you know, Europe and across the water. So my goal is to come over and visit all of my new friends over there in the UK, like yourself, and yeah. do bring a backpack because it's just easy with three teenagers and a backpack to go wherever and get on the train and jump from country to country. I mean, that was yeah. an incredible yeah. opportunity. Yeah, that's sort of backpacking. That's something I, I've got two destinations in the world that I'd like to do that with. I'd probably like to do it more in a, like a camper van and say a backpack. And that's that's <laughs> two, 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 two of my life goals. One is Route 66 all the way across America. And uh, and, and and obviously that, that is a big one for a lot of Brits anyway. You know, the Route 66 is... I like you, you, definitely, you definitely want a car for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely want a car for, or, or, or a trike or a bike, you know. Uh, something that's, you know takes the, the, the weight off though um, but also I'd love to do the same thing I've been pretty much over most of the big countries of Europe but I haven't been to all the unusual countries of Europe the smaller lesser known countries I'd love to do that as well myself I'd love to you know, get a camp camper van and go around all the countries but you wouldn't necessarily go on holiday for a week or two too but you'd like to you know do one day one day one day I'm talking about places like um Romania, Hungary, Bulgaria. I'd like to see all of Europe in like one whistle stop uh, travel trip. Like that. Exactly. That's exactly right. Well, you guys, with the whole Euro Pass, it's an incredible thing to be able to get it. You can go, I think, well, actually, I have it right on my wall here because it's happening. It's like, I'm just like you, you know, you write everything down, you read it every day. This is, uh, this is the Euro Rail. <laughs> Yeah, a 10-day pass is, I think, $698, and you can go 10-day pass, uh, seven different countries. Yeah, can't go wrong with that, can you? Well, yeah, and with, you know, things like, I just, I, um, I don't, are you friends with Kevin Bedford or Bedsford? You know, Kevin? Uh, yes, uh, the, the travel guy. Yeah, I, I joined the travel from, club. From Cornwall. <laughs> 
yeah, I joined the travel club. And so I'm going to put that all to use and use that travel club. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've done, like from the UK, the, the big countries to go to in Europe, are France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, and Greece, I would say probably. And, uh, you know, maybe a bit of uh, Germany as well, but, you know, mostly France, Spain, Italy, Greece, and uh, Portugal. I haven't done Portugal, but I've done France, Spain, and Italy. I've done Greece. I've done uh, uh, Sweden. I've been to quite a lot of the big countries of, of Europe, but I haven't been to Germany. I haven't been to all the smaller countries north of Germany. I haven't been to a lot of the Eastern Europe, because obviously a lot of those were of Russia and they were USSR countries before they, they come into the Europe. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, it's always nice. I think it's lovely and I can sample different cultures and different experiences. And I love food, especially more spicier food. Yeah. I love, you know, when I was in, when I was in high school, I went on a youth exchange to Germany and it was so fun. And, um, but while I was there because of the food and the beverages, I gained like 20 pounds <laughs> because yeah. it was all just way too good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the same. Um, I, I did a cruise uh, around Hawaii and then uh, that was 11 days. I spent a day or two. Uh, in Hawaii before that, and I think did did ten days in, no, was it uh, seven days in Vegas, and uh, I, oh. I, did, I put on about a stone and a a bit, I think, uh, you know, in twenty one <laughs> days, twenty one days on holiday, I think if I put on not easily over a stone, but uh, yeah, they do like, they do like well, to see Hawaii. Hawaii and Vegas are great places to go, and the food in Vegas, you can you can't get enough of it. No, they they like to supersize everything as well, like you know, so. <laughs> oh, that's so fun! And you said uh, you said you're putting on a, a buffet, a buffet of uh, of people for your for your summit. They know how to do some buffets in Vegas. <laughs> no, it is. It's a buffet of beautiful people. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like um, a bit like uh, my 250 guests I've had on my entre entrepreneur chat series. Um, you know. There's a lot of interesting people from around the world on there as well. So this is just going to be like a three-day intensive version of that. So I think I'll probably um, join uh, for January and, uh, and and get myself a seat at the buffet before I uh, before I can get myself a, a space on the table. <laughs> well, you are definitely welcome because you um, are going to be there in March, and it will be yeah. spectacular for you in March, no doubt about it. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, uh, just one more time for people to get in touch with our summit. Give the yeah, it's the soaringsummit.com. Just soaring, S O A R I N G S U M M S U M I T T S U M M I T soaringsummit.com. And just check it out. You can see everything there. And of course, you can always get me on WhatsApp at my number is 424 288. 1364 and my email is just the initial m at magazine m-e-g-a-z-e-e.com and i'm here to help and for people we have um some of the slots filled in march but if there are people that are interested in participating uh and being a speaker at my summit um i'm always welcome to talk to people and get them involved and um get your voice out there and get it heard Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, that's great. So I know lots of people I can send your way anyway, uh, you know, speakers and stuff. So uh, 
you know, I'll direct some people to you. That's once uh, I have a chat with someone and I get to know them well, I put them on my map of the world uh, as a as a red pin, and I'm looking to fill the whole world up with red pins slowly but surely. But uh, you know, I've got a nice um, a map of the world in red pins, which is where all the people I know uh, are congregated. And, well, um, stick, stick, a, stick a red dot for Mayan in California. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that, and then and then when I uh, and then when I uh, get other people on in the future, then I know someone and I get to find out a little bit more about them. And when I'm speaking to someone else, names just start popping up in my head of who I should be recommending and directing them to. So uh, so I've got a couple for, for for you as well, which I think you should uh, get involved in. It's going to help you get more speakers over time, and also a place where you can promote your summit as well. And that is a friend of mine, Tracy, and another friend, Dawn, they run a, a Facebook group called IWOW, which uh -huh. is Inspirational Women of the World. Oh, cool. And uh, it's four and a half thousand women from around the world. A lot of them oh, were wow. speakers and coaches and that sort of thing. So you should check out that on Facebook. It's Facebook groups. It's called Inspiration Women of the World, IWOW for short. And, um, and yeah, you should definitely connect um, with with with, with uh, Tracy and Dawn who run that group. And um, uh, Tracy also runs IntroBiz, which is where I'm a sales and marketing director. And we're and we're, we're doing the three summits next year, and we just done one in November as well. So Tracy's a good speaker as well. So um, you know she speaks on a lot of these events. So you know maybe um, maybe you might be able to do a deal with Tracy. Be worthwhile. Um, joining Absolutely. the group. I'll, I'll look her up and find her for sure. I yeah, totally Tr Tracy Smolinski, her name is Tracy, and um, and she would um, be great for speaking on your summit and would be able to potentially exchange a spot on her summit. Yeah, that sounds so, great. Uh, so that would be good. And uh, yeah, and, 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 and come to my mastermind and there'll be lots of people there. Um, we meet up usually on a, a Wednesday evening seven o'clock, um, which is uh, one o'clock, no, would it be 12 o'clock, no, would it be uh, 11 o'clock your time, 11 yep. o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday, um, or we meet up at one, either one or two o'clock on a Sunday, and that's too early for you, I think that would be uh, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, um, sun, yeah, Sundays are my day where I sleep in, go to church, have brunch, just totally relax. You relax. It's a non-working day. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but it, it would be too early for you anyway. Yeah, we get people on from America, but it's normally uh, East Coast rather than West Coast uh, in the Mastermind uh, on a Sunday. But the Wednesday one would be a good one for you to join. I would love. I would love. I mean, I would love to be involved. Absolutely. There's nothing better than meeting some more new people, and you have an extraordinary group of people around you, and I'm. You know this podcast that you do is spectacular, and so you know I commend you and tell you congratulations. Brilliant! Thanks a lot for that, and I uh, I appreciate uh, the feedback. So, uh, and uh, I, you know whether whether people enjoy it or not. Anyway, I love it, so you know I'm always going to do it. And uh, you know, and I was doing a lot of episodes, like I say, June, July, but I've been helping out uh, Intrapiz who do these online global events. I've been helping them grow globally in September, so I only have time to do my podcast evenings and weekends now. Which is great for me though because my evening time is is daytime america so i mostly get american and canadian guests on and uh, you know uh, that, that's good for me because um i'm very much more i would say american canadian mindset than a lot of 
Brits and Europeans can be, you know, a bit more um, half glass full, you know, positive mental attitude. I'm into all of the, you know, growth and personal development and all of that, which seems to be a bigger thing in North America than it is in the rest of the world. You know, it tends to be, which is, which is why I think, you know, for me, I set my sights on cracking America. And if I crack America, crack the world. You're on your way. There's no doubt about it if you haven't done it already. <laughs> I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm working hard at it. And the thing is, like I say, I don't see it as work. It's fun, isn't it? Meeting new people, having a great conversation and helping people. You know, it's just fun at the end of the day. So this has been a pleasure. It's been great having you on my uh, podcast. And I look forward to the next time because, you know, I'm sure there'll be another time. I'll, I'll happily have you on again and we can talk about... Um, you know, the, the Soaring Summit, where maybe when it's a bit closer to go, and uh, maybe you, you, we can have a chat about the type of people you've got on there then, and we can we can uh, build up the excitement and anticipation for people to look forward to meeting those people at the event in January. I would love that, and you're a pleasure to visit with. I feel like I got the opportunity to go leave my home and have a cup of coffee, coffee with Mike Armstrong. Brilliant. <laughs> well, lovely to meet you, and uh, have a great day, okay? Okay, I'll see you later. All the best. Bye-bye.